I, I don't know if you know, but this is the day that the Lord has made. And I thank God you came to rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Can you give the worship team, praise team, uh, a thank you for this morning? Thank you, guys. Give the cameraman a shout out and, and Mark McFall and all the media people. A lot of things go into making a service, let me tell you. This is a season in which you are to abound. Say, I want to abound in every good work and charitable donation. I'm abounding. Say, I'm rich. I'm healthy. Isn't that what the Bible says? Let the, let the poor say, I'm rich, and let the weak say, I'm strong. Say, my, my dream, my purpose, everything according to everything that is godly. Everything, including everything that is godly in my life is voice activated. Say there's power. Say there's power in my praise. Say there's victory in my voice. And there's deliverance in my declaration. If you have the audacity to confess the word of God in the midst of your valley, you will walk in victory every day of your life. If he can't shut you up, he can't sit you down. If he can't shut you up, he can't keep you shackled. Say, my sound. You could, you could say that if you can. My sound shatters shackles. My sound shatters shackles on the seashore with Sammy Sprinkler. The last part isn't that important. First part is more relevant. Sammy Sprinkler. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. It was May 21st. 2019, there is four seconds left. The score between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors, was 90 to 90. Four seconds left. All hope for the championship, the seventh game. Four seconds left. Tag game. And they have a meeting. And they said, this is the plan. Say, I got to know the plan. Look at that sharp dressed man walking right down there. Come on now, that's what I'm talking about. Say, I got to know the plan. I got to possess the plan. I got to work the plan. Four seconds left. They, they call it in. They, they're, 
They're waiting on the sidelines to pass it in. They Four seconds left. They pass it to Kawhi. Kawhi takes four dribbles. Follow me. And he comes over here right on the side, and he shoots it up into a Hail Mary of all Hail Marys. It hits the rim, and it's bouncing. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Pandomanium went on in Toronto. Pandomanium. 92 to 90. Game over. Four seconds, four dribbles, four bounces. Check it out. Am I not telling the truth? Am I not telling the truth? Up in here? Come on. We don't praise the Raptors, but celebrate them. It's been a little dry over the last couple of years, but you know, you know, it's going to happen. Why am I sharing that with you? Because it's a great story. I was looking for a basketball when I got here. I couldn't find one. I was going to show you all my amazing moves. Yeah. Use your sanctified imagination. Just about uh, maybe 20 pounds lighter. And when you're imagining a... Yeah, but yeah. And, and my hops a little bit more than 30 millimeters. <clears throat> White men and Indians can't jump. We kill stuff. If you jump higher than we, we kill you. No, just kidding. No, just. They entered into this thing that was called load management with Kawhi Leonard. This is where the terminology was used around here and there, but the, the terminology called load management really took, took a, a new... Um, level of interest as they load managed Kawhi Leonard and they wouldn't let him play other games that were going to be rough so that he could have what he needed at the big game. Say, I am entering into not just the game, not just overtime, but four seconds left. Do you have the audacity to step into? Are you being readied? Do you have the strength? Do you have the courage? Do you, do you have the equity that has been building, that God has been trying to do and trying to uh, work with you over the last two years? This last two years was not about the devil. It was all about the inside of you. It's all about repenting and getting ready. Prepare ye the way for the Lord. Prepare the way. It's time, it's business time. Not the con, never mind. It's the end time of end times. The, the world is really pregnant and God is coming. He's not coming in the way that you might traditionally think he's coming. Matthew chapter 25, the, 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 the 10 virgins. This story is about the savior of the world coming once again because he's come 
throughout the ages with different moves and, and different, different revivals and, and all kinds of the, the different uh, manifestations of the Holy Spirit. He's come in so many different ways. But I want to tell you, he's about to come a thousand times greater than he's ever come in any other season of human history. I got one amen. I can't even believe that. Did you hear what I said? Do you think that's, a, that's an exaggeration? Do you think I'm, I'm trying to just pump you up, hype you up? I am trying to pump you up with hope. I want you to inhale a big mound of hopium this morning. You need to get ready because, because he's coming, and he's coming that without recompense. He's not coming with any apology. He's, not co he's coming raw and person, and he's coming to establish his throne here on the earth. We are about to establish the king. He is coming, and you're going to see signs and wonders and miracles like never before. But you've got to learn how to load manage everything you're going through. There are, there, are, there are loads that are trying to dump on you so that you cannot cross the finish line. We're in a race, and we're supposed to run as in running for a prize. We're not supposed to get loaded down with the cares and concerns. Can you hear me this morning? We're not supposed to allow ourselves to get entangled with all the affairs of men. By the way, Peter, great job this morning on the drums. We're not supposed to get loaded down with all the cares and concerns. Acts chapter 1-7. Let's just turn there just quickly. This has nothing to do with my message, but when does it ever have to do with that? Acts chapter 7. Acts, sorry, Acts chapter 1, verse 7. Yeah. Thank you. And he said, when they come together. Oh, no, that's verse 6. And, no, verse 7. That's Acts chapter 1, verse 7. And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Say, it's, it's not me. I don't need to know the times or the seasons. That's the chronos or the kairos. You don't need to know what the devil's about to do. Can I say that it's more important to be innocent at what is evil and it's much more excellent to know what is good. The Bible says be innocent of what is evil. You don't have to know your enemy. Say I don't Want to know? Say, I don't want to know what the enemy's doing. Come on, you can say it. You can, do, do you trust me at all? A little bit? Do you okay, do you trust the Holy Spirit in me? Say, I don't want to know the enemy. You know what the, you know, to know is to intimately, is to see him. And to know him and partake with him and be co in covenant with him. You don't need to know what the enemy's doing. Say, I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. 
what God is doing, what God is saying. That's why the Bible says be excellent at what is good and be innocent at what is evil. I know there's been some preachers that have preached to you, you know, you need to know your enemy, you need to, you need to take care of this and you need to go after that and you've got to go through 48 days of cleansing from, the, from this uh, stronghold and, that, and, and this and then you've got to go back and you've got to decree and declare over, over the, when you were a baby and, and all that. And I'm not making fun of them, but I'm just telling you, it's not about focusing on what you, what you don't have. It's not about focusing what the enemy did. It's about a focusing on the blood shed body sacrifice of what Jesus Christ and what is he saying right now concerning you? Say, Daddy, let me know what you're saying to me, through me, for me, and into my spheres of influence. You don't need to know what the devil's doing. You need to know what God is saying. His word trumps the enemy's noise. He said, don't be concerned about the times or the seasons. So don't be certain. I know, I know believers, and you look, you, all you have to do is spend like two, maybe three minutes on their Facebook, and, and they have more statistics on the Antichrist than they know scriptures on the Christ. Who wins there? Say, what I behold is what I become. I'm not concerned of what the government's doing. Say, I don't have a care. Say, I don't have a care. Come on, Tommy. Say, I don't have a care. Tom wrote uh, an excellent confession, and imagine he would allow you to have it uh, over his children. And, and, and right at the beginning, he says, I no longer care about my children. I'm not taking their care on. I give it to the Lord today. And he wrote down the day in which he did it. You do not have cares when you trust in the Lord. He who began a good work in you shall complete it. The Bible says casting all your upon him for he cares for you. Does he not clothe the lilies of the valley? If, if one sparrow who is worth just a couple of cents, maybe even a penny back in the day, and I, if he cares for them, how much more does he care for me? One of the things you got to do for load management and getting ready for that four bounce, four uh, dribbles, four bounce in winning the, the day is you got to learn how to load manage. You got to learn how to shy low. See, say, I got to learn how to shy low. Shiloh was the, the, the place where they would meet, and it was called the resting place of the Lord. What they did with, with Kawhi Leonard is they would rest him from the big, hard games. When, when they knew that the, the guys underneath the rim are, are swinging elbows and these guys have been rough on play, they would pull him out and they would sit him down and they would save him. 
Say, I am, I am being protect, protected, not rejected. You, you think that you've been overlooked for the advancement? You think you've been overlooked for that job? You think you've been overlooked for, for these things? That, and I want to tell you, you haven't been rejected. You've been being protected. You've been load managed by the Lord to keep you in the game. The enemy is trying to load you up with the cares of the world to keep you busy. One of the end time plots of the enemy is to keep you busy with the things of the world. I, I, I want to tell you, it's time for you to invade the kingdoms of this world. Come on, Jamie. It's time to invade the kingdoms of the marketing, uh, of finance. It's time to invade and begin to penetrate into the world. Father God, I release an anointing of penetration and a, an anointing to release the glory in the realms of policing in Belleville, Ontario, in Jesus' name. I speak forth the glory of the Father to come out of you. Mike Lockwood, preacher, anointed, carrier of the glory. There's times that you're going to be standing in a house and the glory of God's going to come. There's times that you're just going to smile at him. Doing your work, just doing your work. Glory. We take the glory wherever we go. Say, I am a portable portal for the glory of God. The enemy's trying to assassinate before you, you're trying to assassinate before the elevate. The spirit of assassination is going here and there, all over, trying, roaring, and, and, and saying, and getting, and, and crying loud, and trying to get you to pay attention to him. Part of load management so that you're ready for the big game is you don't listen, and you don't spend time with the prophets of doom. Turn off the news like Pastor Kevin's been trying to tell us. Turn on the good news. Say, I'm a preacher of the good news. I'm not a reporter of the bad. It's called the good news. Come on. It's called the good news. The, 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 the gospel of peace. It's not the gospel of tell everybody how bad they are so they can be irritated. I got news for you. Everybody knows how bad they are. They look at that person when they're putting their makeup on, ladies, and, and shaving men. Interpret it how you want, I guess. But They look in the mirror is what I'm saying. They, they see that person. You think they're diluted? You think because they're smiling at a party that they're happy at home? People need the Lord. People need the Lord. 
Sorry for going all Sandy Patty on you there. I'll work on my falsetto later. By myself when I'm alone. They need you. You're Christ with skin on. I want to encourage you not to be distracted in this season. Say, I will fight the distractions and take my harvest. It's time to abound. Everything that we've been going through, the, the wildfire is going, you know, spreading through Australia right at the beginning of 2020 in, into the Wet'suwet'en crisis and, and shutting down of the economics of Canada and, and, and going into the, the, the shutdown of our, of our globally of the, the coronavirus and then, and then the Black Lives Matter, you know, came up and Floyd was come onto the scene and the, and the, the words that were spread across the, the, the multimedia was, I cannot breathe and, and we're masked and all these things are loading upon you and you've got to cast your cares. Upon him, you got to learn how to load manage what you need to defer to the Lord and come before him and what you need to do. And this is my last point for today. At least it's my first closing. <laughs> Say, I must pre-act so I don't react. Say, I got to pre-act so I don't react. Come on. I got to pre-act so I don't react. I got to pre-act in the presence so I can respond in the world. I got to pre-act in the presence. I got every day. Somebody say every day. Every day. I got to spend time with my king. I want to tell you this Jesus Christ thing is a hundred percent. It's not a try Jesus. You don't try Jesus like you're going to try a diet Pepsi with lime. You don't try Jesus to see if it works. He's either Lord or no more. He's Lord of all and King of Kings or he's just not. I'm not saying you can't struggle. I'm not saying it's not, not okay to be not okay. But I'm saying to you today as a Christian, as a kingdom person, you need to know that it's not okay to stay not okay. Depression is not your identity. Poverty is not your identity. The valley is not where I get my identity from. I don't get my identity from the stronghold or the addiction. My identity comes from Jesus Christ and him crucified. And what does he say over me? In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was made except it was made by a word. The Bible says that everything was made by a spoken word and everything is held together by a spoken word. You are held together and you, I prophesy, shall be held together in this season if you will decree and declare his word over yourself. His word keeps you. 
Do you know that you were born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God which lives and abides forever? Your mind is being changed by the washing of the water of the word of God. What's this have to do with prayer? Everything. What does that have to do with load man? I want to tell you, if you spend time in the presence of God, in your devotional time, then you start with our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Jeff, I, I wish you were on the keyboards and then I could preach a little bit around here. Just kidding, you can stay there. Hallowed be your name. Start off your day by saying, Our Father, your soul. And if you can pray this way, I won't even say it because I'll offend somebody, but we have a different relationship maybe than you do. I, just so, you're so flipping amazing. You're so awesome. I, You've been so good to me. You've been, you saved me. You, you created me and you, you kept me. Oh, I, I remember the time that I could have lost everything, but you kept me. And you, you've been so merciful. I worship you. You know, something changes. I've woken up and felt the oppression of the enemy at times and just things begin to flood in and all, and all of a sudden I just said, Oh, Father. At the end of when Tammy and I are done. Excuse me, son, this is my turn. Hey, hey, I, I got the mic, bro. Spend time. Spend time. Spend time. The Bible says in Psalms 27, 8. And this is my second closing. Seek my face, inquire for and require my presence as your vital need. Come on, Jody, I know you're watching. You got to give me an amen right there, bro. S say, I require, I require. Father, God, Father God, your presence every day as my vital need. My vital need is not my vitals. When you guys are being SOBs, nursing term for short of breath, and you're in the hospital and they check your vital signs, your vital sign is, has he been spending enough time in the presence of the Lord? It's right on top of the chart. Maybe going to the wrong hospital. Maybe King Jesus is not the physician there. I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's not your breathing. Come on, your vital need is not your breathing. Well, it's kind of important, right? But your, your vital need is not the blood flushing through your veins. Your vital need is not your bread or your food or your water. Your, your, say, my vital need is his presence. If I'm going to load manage, if we're going to load manage, if we're going to do what we need to do and get ready, we got to get ready by pre-acting in the present so that we will not react in the world, but we will be the answer to the world that God has called us to be. Amen. Father God, I thank you for this morning and we bless you and we glorify you and we thank you, Lord God, for getting us ready for the greatest move. 
getting us ready to heal, to heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out devils and cleanse the disease. Father, I thank you for getting us ready for the financial wealth that God is, that Father God, you are trying to pour into our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. We are, um, there's nine total pledges that have come in and we've raised $37,594.96 for the kingdom builders. We're praying here every Saturday night from six till seven. Every Saturday night until God says no, and I don't think he's gonna say no to prayer. On the first Tuesday of February, we will be here praying together corporately. Prayer creates the pathway for the glory of God to come. It's somebody decreeing and declaring like John the Baptist. John the Baptist had to come and John the Baptist was the greatest uh, man that was ever mentioned in the Old Testament and this is what Jesus said. And what did he do that made him so great? He prepared the way through decree and declaring. Don't give up, don't give in, don't sit down and don't shut up, but continue to release the praises of God and, and, and spend time in his presence, pre-act in the present, and then you, can re, then you can respond supernaturally in this world and be the answer, the solution that God has called you to be and God will get his dream to come true. In Jesus' mighty name, bless you all. I'm done. Hallelujah. If you, woo. Amen. So we'll see you next, the latest next Saturday night. And Pastor Kevin, you're preaching? You, you've got to preach on? You got a little girl? Okay, good. Pray for Pastor Kevin this week and bless you all.